0: Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. to get the chance to talk to one of our favorite Hallmark writers. Uh, we get a chance to talk to Julie
1: Sherman-Wolf, and I'm Rachel. And Julie, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. I love your podcast. It's the best. <laughs> Even when you don't like my stuff, I still love your podcast. Oh, so
0: thanks. thanks. See, that's the <laughs> ultimate compliment. That... <laughs> <laughs> um and so what we'd like to do is ask our guest to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what inspired you to become a writer
1: okay well i'm julie wolf i don't usually say the sherman part because it sounds a little bit pretentious okay. i feel like i can't like i don't walk around going hi i'm julie sherman wolf no hyphen Okay. Um, that, the only reason I kept Sherman in my name was because my, my dad had passed years ago, and I thought that's the only way to keep Sherman, my maiden name, out in the universe, really. So I stuck it in there, bailed on my real middle name, which was Elizabeth, and there you have it. But nice. um, yes, yeah, so that's where you got that from. <laughs> um, so I, I, got, I, I came to Hallmark in a, in a kind of a roundabout way because back in the early nineties, I had graduated from UC San Diego and I had full intention of being a a copywriter for advertising. And oh, you know, back then there was really no internet. There were sort of bulletin boards, but nothing really going on. It's like if you didn't live in LA and if you didn't if you weren't in the industry, you just didn't like it just never occurred to me like, hey, you can do this because I was a writer my entire life. That was always my thing. And it just never occurred to me until one night in San Diego, I was actually also doing stand up comedy when I was in college, hmm. and uh, in the same day, I got laid off from my advertising job because it was during the all the layoffs in the '90s, and then I also got dumped. Same day, <laughs> laid off and dumped. Right. So you're thinking, well, oh, this is the worst day ever. Yeah. This is the suckiest day. So I went. <laughs> so I went down to actually the comedy store in La Jolla, and I had I was on at like 11:30 at night. And I just did a bit about getting fired and dumped on the same day. And it went pretty well. And I was just standing in the back afterwards and a comedian named Rich Scheidner, who's still around, um, he said, well, let me get, so you're a chick. Yeah, I was a chick. (laughs) You're a chick and you're funny and you're a writer. So why aren't you in LA writing sitcoms? Uh You'd never stop working. Right. So that was literally like if there was ever an epiphany in my life, that was it. And it was the perfect time because I didn't have any job holding me there. I didn't have a boyfriend holding me there Yeah, in San Diego. So I literally, like after that night, I, I just started to wait. I, I, I could always wait tables as backup. I was a pretty good waitress. Uh-huh. So I was waiting tables for a few months, and then I just literally just moved to Los Angeles. I didn't know anybody. But I knew that that was the right thing to do. Uh-huh. So I lived in Hollywood before Hollywood sort of became good again.
0: Uh-huh. And...
1: You know, like I shared my driveway with drug dealers and hookers and all kinds of exciting people and um, managed to just send out my resume to all the sitcoms just to be a writer's assistant because I did manage to find out that that was a job that existed.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: so I interviewed for two shows after sending, faxing, faxing my resume all over town and having my beeper on me to make sure I got messages. That's how long ago this was, like 20 something years ago. Um, I got two interviews. One was on Frasier and they really just wanted a secretary and okay. that new shorthand. this was before there were even computers in the writer's room. This is how old this is. And then my other one was on this new show called Dweebs and I got that job. And it was in, you know, it's, it was almost like easier than it should have been. Cause I didn't know how hard it was supposed to be to uh-huh. get in. Um, but I had a good background in editing and copywriting and proofreading. So that's what they liked. So I was on that show for a season that got canceled. I I was an assistant on Hope and Gloria that got canceled. And then I was an assistant on Everybody Loves Raymond for the first two seasons. And I learned so much in that writer's room. I wrote, and I I wrote a really good spec script, which is a sample episode Mm -hmm. uh, for the show. And that got me my first real writing job, which was a sitcom on lifetime called uh, Oh Baby. Mm. And then um, just from then on, I did, you know, I did that, I did Third Rock from the Sun, I did some animation, um, just a, a lot of comedy, like a lot of comedy, mm-hmm. and then when that started slowing down, I actually was really into romantic comedy, that's my favorite genre, mm-hmm. and so I wrote a couple of feature scripts that actually sold them, mm-hmm. and that got me started in that kind of rom-com world. Uh, while I was doing that, I was still doing other sitcom stuff, but mostly like for kids, uh I did a lot for Disney Channel, and I did stuff for, I had a pilot for Amazon and a pilot for Cartoon Network, which you would never have heard of because they didn't get made past that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, I still just love the rom-com genre, and then after years and years of, of, of talking about Hallmark with a couple of producer friends of mine and, and Liz Yost, who's one of the amazing executives over there, it took years, but I finally, everything kind of worked out about three and a half years ago, where a producer named John Eskinez, who he actually produces Good Witch Mm -hmm. with Orly Adelson, Mm -hmm. Um, we've known each other for years, and he has known Liz, and we all knew each other, and he got me on uh, Hello, It's Me, which was my first one for Hallmark, and they, it did pretty well, and they liked the writing, and I loved doing it, and, and ever since then, I've basically just been writing Hallmark movies, and I love it. I've never been happier. That's, that's my story. That's, <laughs> that's
0: great. Nice. Wow, you know it does not surprise me at all to hear that you've done you've done stand up because the thing that impressed me so much about Finding Santa because let's be real the plot of that movie was a little <laughs> a little nuts, Uh but yeah. it was so funny. Like I thought that it was hilarious. Like stuff like the outsider zombie thing, like that was, oh. so funny. <laughs> and. There are so many parts that I just thought, wow, she's a genius at what she's doing because it, it's like anybody, well, not anybody, but a lot of people, if you have like an amazing concept an amazing cast an amazing enough that they weren't competent, but I don't know. I just think like it tells a great writer when you can take something that's not the greatest and make it. really fun you know what i mean like yeah yeah. so
1: i i i um i cover up the um the plot holes with humor
0: yeah 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 exactly and uh and just make it really funny and i thought that was very impressive and so i thank you yeah so good job and thanks uh, (laughs) and sometimes in hallmark, they can take, especially on the movies and mysteries, which is appropriate, I guess. They can take themselves a little too seriously. So I appreciate one that that truly does make me laugh. Well,
1: thank you. Yeah. I, that's sort yeah. that's sort of my goal. My goal is honestly to make it entertaining enough that the husbands think it's good too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mostly because of my own husband, and he will tell me if it, if something's not. I mean, he'll just be uh-huh. super honest. Because, really. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, um, he will read if I'm, you know, if I am having a story problem or I'm not quite sure, he'll, he used to work for the studios as a reader. And he's, a, he's an amazing writer himself. And it's just, he's, it's just so great to have some fresh eyes sometimes looking at uh-huh. a scene or something like that. And I really trust his story instinct. Um, so he's gotten me out of a couple jams, oh, uh, you know, yeah. script wise. So he's, you know, he's worth keeping around.
0: <laughs> yeah that's good yeah yeah he uh he have a like a is there one of your movies that he like flat out didn't like um
1: well <laughs> there's one i'm writing currently oh. that <laughs> i knew wasn't it was the first draft and you, it hasn't been announced yet but uh it 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 takes place in italy and oh. it was it's a very complicated story and and there's a lot of It's a little harder with, you know, in a foreign country, just sort of researching and doing everything. And there's a lot of different plot stuff happening at the same time. Uh And I had him read the first draft. And he just kind of, you know, he's like, you know, it's just not up to your usual (laughs) standard. And you know what? I didn't have time to change anything or or explore what he was talking about because I had to turn it in. And you know Uh what? The producer was like, this is not up to your usual standard. (laughs) So I literally just finished rewriting it and I'm so much, I wrote the whole thing over again. And I, you know, it, it was my, you know, it was my decision to change something to the point where it would have to be completely rewritten, but I knew that that was the right answer. So basically, you know, If I was lazy, I could have just changed a few things and then kind of like fixed it, but it wouldn't have really worked. And now I love, I love it, and I'm, I'm waiting for. I mean, honestly, I turned it on Monday, and I have no idea Uh what they're gonna say, but I, I feel like it's better. Um, so, but that's sometimes what happens. Like you just have a a clunker, Mm -hmm. and you know, luckily I work with really good producers, and 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 it's never, (laughs) I've never really had the clunkers airing in that in that form but I've certainly had a couple scripts start out. Not great. Yeah. So oh, that, uh,
0: that's really cool. I mean, even if it stings a little bit, I'd rather have people be honest with me so that oh, for I sure. improve and grow. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, that's it. And then sometimes you just have to see, I mean, to the producer's credit, you sometimes you just have to see it on the page to know what it has to be. Yeah. And if I don't happen to get it right, after even after an outline and all the work we did getting to that point the outline Uh on the page as a script just didn't work yeah it worked great as a 13 page outline yeah but didn't make sense as a script so that's sometimes you just have to write it to see you know you have to pass it to know what's in it you know what I mean like you need to um so that's what happened with that um so I just turned that in and then uh really cool yeah I have I have a lot of stuff that's happening, but nothing's actually airing, I don't think, in 2018. Okay, okay. Even though I have lots of projects, they're all kind of for next year.
0: Ah, so next year will be a, a big year for you.
1: Next year will be crazy. It's still yeah. a lot. Of, I'm still working a lot. It's just, yeah. um, it's a lot of kind of hurry up and then wait. Right. Uh, okay. But it's still, <laughs> still working. Hard. Plus, you yeah. know, writing a whole script over again in a, in a slightly mm-hmm. shorter amount of time, mm-hmm. That was that was sort of the in the summer. Yeah. That's that was the hard part, you know, having, you know, your kid around and yeah. these, are the, these are the challenges of being a mom and writer and working at home. Is, it's not always like you can just say, Hey, well, see ya. Don't talk to me for eight hours. Right.
0: I can't summer, even imagine because I work from home, but I, I, uh, I'm single. So I don't,
1: have <laughs> to, just, that's why I can't wait till school starts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Not that I don't love him, but I cannot wait to just have the house to myself. Yeah. My husband's a teacher too. So I literally uh, just have everybody here now all summer.
0: Yeah. So uh, what do you think makes for a really good romantic comedy?
1: Honestly, I just think it's chemistry. First of all, I mean, even no matter what we write, it has to have good chemistry between the leads. Mm-hmm. Um, like I felt like the birthday wish with uh, Luke McFarlane and Jesse Schramm. They were amazing together, mm-hmm. I thought. And then even Marry Me, and Chris- at, Marry Me at Christmas um, with Rachel Scarston and uh, Trevor Donovan. They, they I thought they had good chemistry. So then when I'm writing, like the whole thing is the witty banter, right? Because a romantic comedy is always the same story, basically. It's not like we don't know they're going to get together, especially on Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Like there's never going to be a Hallmark movie where they don't have a happy ending, right? So. Right. You know it's going to happen. So the challenge for me or any writer is uh, how, do we, how do we make another romantic comedy but still have something interesting and new that nobody has seen before or have, a, have them come together in a way that maybe is slightly more original. And that's really the challenge is just finding things for them to do and talk about and say and, and little quirky things that we haven't seen yet or that I haven't
0: done yet. Yeah. It's all about, cause there's nothing wrong with formula films. It, it just has to be executed well because people are right. always like, Oh, there's nothing original. There's nothing original. And like some of the worst films ever made were super original. So it's not about originality. Like it, right. you have to, I mean, a, a truly original film that's great is an amazing experience, but it's about uh, taking your f- formula film and executing it super well. And I think that, uh, a lot of yours have been uh, executed very well so I'm excited to talk about them and uh, and yeah I thought I would uh, dive into the most recent one first talk about okay. it and, and then kind of go backwards a little sure. bit different this time but sure. uh but yeah so finding Santa I uh, did you um, was that one that you came up with or did they come to you
1: that was a sort of the same thing actually because um One of the executives said, "You know, we sort of need for Christmas kind of a road trip Uh movie." And this is another example of you know something that sounds good, but then once it gets written, that's they realize like, okay, well we we don't actually want to do a road trip because that's way too hard, and it's too hard to shoot everything on the road. Uh So let's do it. So like I kind of started it out with more road trippy. It was almost all on the road. And then by the time it got sort of the higher and, you know, the higher ups, of the network, it's like, no, we, we need to be in the town more. We need more, you know,
0: stay, uh-huh.
1: get off the road and spend more time in the town. Um, so it was, it was my, you know, it was, it, yes, I brought, she said we need a road trip for Christmas. And I came up with, you know, that general idea. And then it just sort of morphed itself into what you saw, um, you know, and then, what what I'd done before I'd started is I actually had this idea for a long time because I, I had interviewed a long time ago for a script. Um, the guy who runs the actual biggest and most you know uh, award-winning Santa school in the country, and I just found the whole thing so fascinating. So I originally was going to have a lot more of it in the school,
0: uh-huh.
1: and ha- about like how you you know how these Santas are made and have the have their relationships sort of develop in the Santa school but then it kind of became more about like her story too. So we had to sort of take it out of the, you know, the being a Santa and make it more of her story as well, which is sort of how it ended up back in the town and about like finding the Santa, you mm-hmm. know, to make, you know, to take the place of the, the famous Santa in the parade. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how, how come you decided not to make him like a real Santa? You know what I'm saying? Like, a, like,
1: like the Santa. Like the Santa. Yeah. Um, I didn't really make that, I, didn't really, I never really thought about it, actually, because um, I think because they've done so many movies already where it turns out it's really Santa, uh-huh. that I just wasn't, I didn't feel like I, I needed to do it, you know, I, I'd rather just kind of have them fall in love and, and believe me, I love the, nobody loves like the ending of a Christmas movie where, you know, they look up in the sky and hear ching, 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 ching of, of Santa's play and go, oh! <gasps> oh my God, it's Santa. Like, I love that stuff. <laughs> but I just, it just didn't, I didn't feel like it was necessary for this. I mean, it could have gone. it easily could have been that too. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it just wasn't, you know, just the way it was developed and, you know, yeah. with, you know, taking different notes and, you know, cause it started one way and then it, it, it always changes because you have more people, you have more cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Because you know, there, so. there was
0: just, the only reason I asked is because there was no real Santas last year. Like there were Wasn't
1: no. I, you know, I did. I, I will admit, I did not watch every single one because you know.
0: <laughs> no, how actually,
1: you? I, I honestly, honestly, it's hard for me to watch them because I, I don't want to watch them and then sort of internalize somebody's something right. and then write it, but it, makes sense. you know, accidentally. So I try not to watch too many of them unless my friends are writing them. Basically, you know, I mean, I write. Yeah. I watch a lot of Hallmark, but um, you know, I can't watch them every single weekend. I, I right. don't. I just don't want to. Um, I don't want to accidentally copy anything or or you know
0: i can understand it's, that i i can understand yeah i mean it, it's just a different was just a different season you know this year for hallmark our last yeah. year uh but yeah. uh but yeah it, we'd like to have you know a couple there was one that was like an angel Right, um, right, right. but there
1: really wasn't any real Santas. the closest they I will got. say I will say this that the what I okay, so I'm writing two Christmas movies right now, but they're uh-huh. for next year. Uh-huh. unless something happens, I mean, I, I guess there might be like a small percent chance that some other Christmas movie falls out of production and mine gets stuck uh-huh. in there for this year, but I doubt uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. But one of them has the real Mrs. Claus in it. Ooh! So um, very nice. But that's kind of a reveal, you know. I mean, but so it's not really about her necessarily. But that is there is a, a real and, and the real Santa makes a cameo. Nice. But um, God knows that that's good. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's we're, we're still in outline phase, so uh-huh. I have no idea if that's going to stay. But I'll let you know, and I'll tell okay. you which one I was talking about Ooh. someday. Okay, I'll good. Say, it You're- was this one. It was this one. Yes. Yeah.
0: The good. Uh, no, I, the other thing that was fun in, in that movie, I, the whole eggnog montage, like that was. Ah. Pretty <laughs> See,
1: that's you, the thing. I mean, you gotta like, you gotta think back at every single thing you've ever done or said or saw for Christmas. You're right. And, you know, I mean, I, What's, here's what's really funny. Um, we're I'm Jewish. My husband's Jewish. We're Jewish, <laughs> but I love Christmas. He loves Christmas. We. If you looked at our house yeah. and saw all our lights and all our decorations, you would think one of us wasn't Jewish. Seriously, you would think that right, we were like right, a mixed right. family. But no, we just really, really dig Christmas. <laughs> um, so funny. So a lot of the memories are real for me, even though I grew up with Hanukkah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same thing, you know. Half of the famous Christmas songs are written by Jewish people, so um, I absolutely love it. My husband actually wrote a children's book um, called Schmelz the Hanukkah Elf that is <laughs> that good. about it's, it. Merges Santa and Hanukkah. Nice. So we really love. It. And some some yeah. of my some of my um, fellow Jewish folk did not appreciate. it. <laughs> but, <laughs> We like it. Yeah, you know? that's charming. Cool. So yeah, so we, That's why I love. I, I writing a Hallmark Christmas movie. No, no joke. Was like my one a career, a major career goal for me. Uh huh. Yeah. So last year was a big deal. That was yeah, so. I'm yeah. so sort of sad that I don't have one this year, but it just didn't work out. Um, the one I was talking about with the Mrs. Claus was in contention to possibly be a Hallmark Hall of Fame, and then by the time we found out that it wasn't for this year, it was too late to shoot
0: oh, for this okay. year.
1: Yeah. So that's what happened.
0: Well, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Uh, I but, know. <laughs> but yeah, you had uh, also last year, last Christmas, Marry Me at Christmas. Yes. was the book by Susan Mowry. And then you adapted the book, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So what's, what's and, that you know, like?
1: Well, adapting a book is for Hallmark is always a different challenge because uh-huh. um, a lot of the books have stuff in it that is not rated g Yes, and you really have to. Honestly, as a writer, it's. I think it's harder to write romance and 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 attraction and love without, you know, without anything PG, really. Right. You know, it, it's <laughs> almost like you have to. You're going back to the old school days, you know, where it was all about dialogue and flirtation and yeah, um, subtext. Right. So, yeah. so that book, you know, that book had a lot of, you know, really. You know, I've sexy stuff know. in it, but we kind of—you know—so that was a bit of a challenge. And then, you know, you just—you never—it's just a lot of times you start, you try and respect the author as much as possible and keep in as much of the spirit of it as possible. But then ultimately, it has to be a Hallmark movie. And um I feel like I feel like as far as Hallmark book adaptations go, we kept more than usual. Um, uh-huh. like I don't go into the book and use dialogue or anything. Like I pretty much take the story and internalize that and then just go from there. Yeah. Um, because also, you know, as you know, in a book, there's a lot of different things going on. Like there's internal thinking and you cannot, you know, you can't, there's stuff that is in the book that you just, you can't do in an hour and a half on on screen. It just takes too long. So you have to figure out which parts of the story are the more, most important. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it has its own challenge, but I, I, I like doing it. I did it with, um, that convenient groom. Hello, it's me. And oh, all those were books. Okay. Yeah. And then also, uh, one for next, for next year that I cannot announce yet either is a book. Mm-hmm.
0: I think you did a very good job capturing the feel of fool's gold. And I would love for them to do more because there's all a bunch of books all set
1: in fool's I gold. would too. I know that I would be too. Really fun. And, you know, unfortunately that was not my call, but I, yeah. I would love to do more from that and then and, and have more in that town. I, I just, I kind of based it on, um, like Truckee up in Northern California, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like a ta- like in Tahoe. Cause that's where I used to hang out and ski. Um, just kind of, that's, that's how I pictured it in my mind when I was writing it. Yeah. I think it kind of was okay. supposed to be Northern California, right? In the book. I, can't I think remember. so. I, I think, yeah.
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but uh, but also i mean susan mallory is just so great at names that's like her biggest skill i think totally great names johnny blaze and fool's gold and uh and uh, i also loved uh in the uh in the book i forget what you changed it to in the movie but the that the the movie that he's gonna star in Amish
1: Revenge. Too. oh yeah you can't because that was a little too sort of silly I like, you I, know what I mean I mean that's just like that's not I, I that's kind of a pet peeve of my oh my uh-huh. god there's just a huge lightning strike I swear Uh-oh. to god <laughs> <laughs> my power's gonna go out Uh-oh. anyway um so it's kind of a pet peeve when like fake shows or fake movies
0: are mm. clearly
1: fake like so I didn't yeah. want it to be so obviously fake like Amish Revenge I wanted it to sound like something real that's fair. um that's and then fair. johnny blaze you know we just thought it was a little too uh actory and not yeah. you know a little less real so we that's why they changed it to blake you know <laughs> these are just things little things that you know yeah yeah it's
0: uh, fun i really enjoy it i and i totally see why you changed it it's a uh, it's really silly but but i think it really worked and you had they had i think nice chemistry in that one trevor donovan and
1: um Rachel. Yeah. yeah. She is just, I thought she was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I I didn't love the hair choices, but I thought she was fantastic.
0: (laughs) But it was nice (laughs) that she had curly hair. There's hardly any, um, any Hallmark leading ladies that have curly hair. That's
1: very true. And I happen to have curly hair, so I should actually be supportive (laughs) of of the curly hair. Yeah. Yeah, So, but I thought she was so funny and had such cute, like funny little facial expressions that were just, she totally got the tone I was going for Uh with the dialogue. And that's so hard because um, I have had movies where the actors aren't necessarily funny Uh and they are not getting that these are supposed to be sort of light, funny moments. And if you don't happen to have the right director, that will just fall flat. Yeah. You know? Um, So I've been pretty lucky with that actually yeah um, she
0: did a really good job, and I think they had chemistry and I liked the 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 people playing her, but particularly her dad he was good mm-hmm. he was yeah good. totally kind of the, the totally the meddlesome dad it's always nice <laughs> it's good
1: and then like you know like those so those like the little things just the random stuff i that I like is just like you know the the selfie with the Polaroid and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff like yeah. i just love little little touches like that I think that's what makes the movies special mm-hmm. is just the, the weird little quirky characters that are on the side, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't really know if you, fun. so here's my big, <laughs> so <laughs> I always, I have a love, I have a deep, deep love for ranch dressing oh. and I have put that in, I think four of the movies. That is funny. I gotta look for my. I just my that's my that's ranch. my Easter egg is is ranch dressing. Ranch that's
0: dressing it. Easter egg. Yes. that's so funny.
1: I now I, I could not find a way to put that in the Italy movie <laughs> just not that's just not happening in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. So there you I go. So I don't know. It's just a yeah. thing. People all know this about me. I can tell. I can look at ranch dressing in a restaurant and tell you by by sight whether it's homemade or from a jug. You've got to have like a ranch dressing festival. <laughs> oh my god! Totally right. And yeah. you know, I just you know my goal in life is to learn to make the perfect ranch dressing, and I have not quite mastered it yet. <laughs> yeah. But i love it in, in Hidden Valley. <laughs> <laughs> that's exact, That's perfect. Yes. She can't. They've lost the family ranch recipe. Is missing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a that rare. almost sounds like a parody. That sounds like a parody of a Hallmark movie. Love in Hidden Valley. Uh, okay, you're getting cre- you'll get full credit when that yes. it, when we make a Love in Hidden Valley someday. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, yeah, you'll get.
0: <laughs> did you see that story? That, by
1: did
0: you see the uh, the Saren live thing? <gasps> yes. Oh, that was so oh my funny. god,
1: so funny. <laughs> and then my and then me and Nina would watch. We we watched it on the like we you know we're across the country from each other now, but um, <laughs> we watched it together. We're just dying because I mean we were yeah. super guilty yeah. of so much of it. Have you ever noticed that there's the same um, giant soldier thing uh, in, like, all of them? Yeah. You know, the toy soldier, the giant toy soldier. I always laugh really hard because I just think there's the prop (laughs) house that just uses it in every single movie. And they just, you know, they just switch it from from set to set.
0: (laughs) And the same gazebo. They totally know that one. (laughs) The same gazebo.
1: Well, that's That's one in Vancouver (laughs) in... um, Oh, what's the town? Shoot. I can't remember the name of the town, but it's totally the one they always use for like the cute street
0: uh-huh. and everything. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> it's funny though. A couple see now that I'm on the East coast and I actually am doing some more work um, uh-huh. with uh, people that happen to be based at this way. I think some, we're going to have a lot, a little more Toronto based uh, stuff, which is nice. Uh-huh. It'd be nice to see kind of yeah, different good. looking, you know? Yeah. Um, get, maybe some, get, some the, get some of the good, Witch people. So they're all in trouble. Well, I ha- yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what, you know, I, we were thinking about, we were trying, but he's, um, if they we're could get,
0: on that. they could get Catherine Disher in a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. it would like make my life.
1: Well, I like would if they actually so literally expect. like just, that would be pretty funny.
0: <laughs> she's so great. And she's so funny, but she's in that Toronto. And so I think it stops her from being in, you know, these, the Vancouver movies. Uh, and she's the best.
1: Yeah, anyway. you're right. So. I know. I just talk to John. I'll talk to, I'm will talk. i going to talk to John about that. I'll get, yes. I'll, I'll get on that. He and I have two things already right now. And so <laughs> one of them is the Christmas one we're doing. And then we have one. Um, gosh, I wish I could tell you what it is. <laughs> Darn it. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> Hallmark now is that, you know, maybe a few years ago, it was sort of like, oh, Hallmark, you know, well, isn't that cute? But now it's such a, it's such a cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. You know, it's having such a moment and it's just so, Everyone Spidey. sort of admits how much they love them, and it's great. Because I, yeah. I, I just think it's, for me, you know, everyone can fight and yell at each other and just be so nasty on Facebook and Twitter about politics and everything yeah. like that. But, like, you know, if there's just this one safe space, everyone can just go and live and have this world that's just colorful and perfect and cute and everyone's witty. Great. Yeah. That so makes I mean, me happy. I'm so, I'd so much rather be putting that into the world than writing, you know, yeah some show on MTV, you
0: know? Uh, So I want to talk about The Birthday Wish. I loved this movie. It was in, uh, it made, I was debating between All for Love, which I also loved, and this as my favorites of last year. Oh my God, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) And I just thought it was so clever. This whole concept of, of this woman getting just this little glimpse. Like, it's not like a, a family man kind of situation where they go back, you know, in time kind of a thing. It was just like this little glimpse of, of, uh, of what her life could be like. And here she sees this guy that has just been like her assistant that she's never really paid much attention to. He's like, what?
1: <laughs> and
0: yeah. I thought that was so clever, such a clever premise. And I Thank loved you. the way that she was good at her job they were both good at their job, and neither of them, uh, neither of them, were kind of asked to give up their job. And neither of them, like I don't know, I just thought, I, th- I mean, it's it's a compliment saying I'm talking to the writer because I thought it was so well written and so well done. <laughs> you Thank you. One.
1: You know, I will admit that I think that was my favorite one so far. To yeah. I, I honestly, just well, that one. Another. That was another example of some, of the producer saying a hallmark needs something with a birthday. That's mm-hmm. all I, that literally is what I got. They need something with a birthday. And then that's, this is what it kind of came, end up being. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, so that's, I don't even remember how I got to this, to that story, but that that's all I got from them on their end was we need, we need something for a birthday and it needs to be sort of yeah. winter time. Well, it was so, so smart
0: because she had just gotten comfortable with the Marcus Rosner character who
1: is all, almost always. He's this. just. I love him. He's such a yes. nice guy in real life. Oh and yeah. I, and I was so I told him I was so happy because on summer in the vineyard he finally got a girl. And I yeah. said I promise I'm going to get you the girl next time because he's always like the foil, you know. Yeah. yeah. But he's such a good bad boyfriend. <laughs> but
0: this one was really because we we've interviewed him. We love Marcus. But this one was really interesting because he uh, he he wasn't really a jerk. Like he just no. He just just had different, they like yeah. It's a different phase of life. Yeah, like (laughs) they they were going. She was going off of the plan that they had agreed to, and she's the one that changed off of the plan. And so, you know, you can't really blame him for treating her and and you know treating their relationship the same as it had always been and their agreed upon relationship. And so I, you know, I think. I,
1: I don't know. It was just really good. I loved it. <laughs> Thanks. Except for the, 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 um, the ring thing. Um, <laughs> well, that. uh, well, the ring thing was based on slightly based on, uh, a, something that was happening in my life to somebody else uh-huh. who was expecting, um, one thing and got something different. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so that was sort of based on that. Plus I'd seen an ad for rings that, that had like, you know, that vibrated, they were like an Apple watch, but were rings. So so that was, you know, um, and by the way, so the the sad story of birthday wish is that I wrote the puppy scene so that I could go to the set and play with puppies. I'm not joking. (laughs) Like that's why I wrote it. Yeah. Like I wanted that to happen for myself. Uh-huh. it was completely selfish That's and then so something ha- I can't even remember why but I couldn't go oh no and so <laughs> I was like so I was so bummed when I watched the scene because I was like oh my god I, like, I could have been with the puppies and oh and Peter Deloise is like he and I absolutely absolutely love each other we had the best relationship working on this and we keep saying we want to do another thing and we, we actually talked about maybe pitching a, a series idea together because we just had the best Mm. relationship and he told the reason that movie did uh, played well i thought was because he is a funny person and he has done comedy and he totally gets it yeah so that's why i thought it was funnier because a lot of the guys the direct are, are more of a drama director or they come from a drama place so it's harder to get the comedy like i was saying before so but peter is just the funniest guy yeah you know we all know that and so he totally got what The tone was supposed to be i think that's why it also played really well
0: yeah well and this is a story about two grown-ups you know like they have grown-up jobs they don't i don't know i just really appreciate it (laughs) and i and i thought they had such great chemistry jesse and luke and i i love i love them i i love both of them individually but then together i also love them uh you know the kiss is so good at the end and yeah
1: it's just, yeah, really, really I love good. Luke McFarlane. He's just the best. He's the bee's knees. I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah. um, the, uh, the funny, th- I don't know if you saw my tweet the other day, but I, I wrote about her having a, getting a itchy rash from eating macadamia nuts. Yeah. And then that literally happened to me. Oh my God. Like so I funny. now have that allergy. It's almost like I made it happen. <laughs> you gotta be careful. I know. You, you I should <laughs> write a script about making $2 million and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny. Uh, well, so yeah, that one, I hope they get it on DVD and streaming. I it's, it's one of the best. They should have Is it. it
1: not. I have, you know, I don't even know. I, my, my little, my fun kind of, I like to go into the Hallmark store and see if anything I ever wrote was there so far, nothing I've ever nope. written. I know I have stuff on DVD, but it's never in the store, but I really want to oh. see it in a store. Just for fun. Yeah. It, I think it would just be funny. But um, I haven't. I have yet to see anything because like.
0: the Convenient Groom, which we'll talk about next, and Wedding Bells, are, and I think Hello, It's Me. I think they're all on DVD. Are but they really? Oh my god! I'm pretty sure. I mean, I know because I own the Convenient Groom and way Bells. I know those are.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, I think I'm contractually uh, supposed to get those, and I have not. So I guess I oh, better be calling, get getting my DVDs, like contracted DVDs. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, so I would love to get The Birthday Wish on
1: DVD. I have it on my DVR saved because I like to oh, that's, that. that is Now, see, now that's the height of compliments right there yeah. because, uh, you know, <laughs> saving it on your DVR, that's a that's big yeah. deal. So I appreciate that. Thank
0: price, you. It's space. Um, so anyway, so yeah, The Convenient Groom, that was a lot of fun. And I feel like of all of your movies, this is probably the one that's the most classic rom-com.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And the book, you know, the book was, di- we ended up having to change a lot and it's just another example of a first draft where Hallmark said, wait a minute, wait, 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 we can't let them, they can't uh, be together and like pretend to be married at the beginning. You know, like right. they can't, like they, th- we had to change a bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I'm like-, like, like nobody, nobody realized like that's what the book was. <laughs> you know, like, uh, So we had to change it. So they weren't, you know, they weren't pretending to be married because was just not. That's just not on brand for Hallmark. That you know for the beginning. Um, well, maybe
0: not pretending to be married, but there are tons of movies about pretend boyfriend, girlfriend slash fiance, and we didn't get any last year at Christmas, which was very like I love that trope of like uh, <laughs> well, the last minute <laughs> have to find a date, and so you like get a fake girl, a fake,
1: fake boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, you know, friend. I haven't written, I, I've, I've, it's so funny. I have a half completed movie that I was writing many, many, many years ago about, and there's a reason that nobody bought it because I don't know who the audience really is, but, uh. um, it's, it's a, a girl who finds the man of her dreams on internet dating and realizes that it was J date and that he thinks she's Jewish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> So she has to to learn and pretend to be Jewish because she doesn't want to lose him. So it's obviously, like, I I thought it was funny, but, like, who's the audience? There's no audience for it, so I stopped writing it. But um, that was my only sort of, like, fake pretending, you know. Yeah. I mean – there, it wasn't even worth. It. I I knew as soon as I got to like page thirty, I'm like, uh, this, is, this, is good. this isn't good. <laughs> well, there <work." laughs> has there has been
0: a Hallmark movie kind of like that in a Hitch with the holidays. Did you ever see that? Is
1: that the Mayan bialik one? No. no,
0: um, no. It has um, uh Joey Lawrence and um, uh, what's the girl's name? I can't remember her name. Emily Hampshire is her name, and they basically pretend to be, uh boyfriend girlfriend and uh anyway there the girl is jewish and so oh like, there's like a hanukkah theme to it it's like the only one you know
1: what i wish uh you know i wish i wish i'd known and thought of that before i would have, loved to have written that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh oh, but well, no. i think that's pretty much it for i mean honestly I, I have not been asked to pitch anything for hanukkah and i really don't know what it would be <laughs> except you know um it's the live action version of, of Schmalt the Hanukkah Elf, which I don't really feel like <laughs> is a fully fleshed out movie. So. Yeah.
0: Do you ever see um, For Your Consideration by the Christopher Guest people? Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. That's and, true. Uh, you, you know what? Like, yeah. They're like Because they're gonna, it's going to be Home for Purim. <laughs> and, yep. and like, <laughs> like right. Just make it about easter nobody's <laughs> offend- it's like that's not religious nobody's offended by the easter buddy <laughs> that's, like that's right and and then they end up with a with thanksgiving it's home for thanksgiving
1: which i love home for purim that's right oh my gosh i totally forgot about that
0: anyway that's so funny so funny
1: but,
0: but yeah no the community room is a lot of fun i really enjoyed it uh, I like David Sutcliffe. He's great. Vanessa Marcel is one of my favorites. She's great. I and uh, so you know, I, I feel like with a lot of these, if you have an appealing uh, couple that has chemistry, yeah.
1: that's like ninety percent of your job. <laughs> it's like I think so. I mean you know that's the thing. It's, it's supposed to make it you know our my what my job is is to make it seem natural, so natural yeah. that it seems like they're making it up, uh-huh. or that it seems like they're winging it. You know, yeah. like that's to me. Uh, that's my specialty is just sort of the bantery stuff Uh um and you do such a good job so oh thanks so I mean you know like honestly like if I could just do banter and not have to think of anything like story or plot or (laughs) anything and I just (laughs) and I could be like Carrie Fisher and just write uh, rewrite other people's dialogue Uh uh-huh I probably I probably do pretty well, yeah. but I, I do enjoy writing the entire thing and, and seeing it <laughs> come to its fruition. But yeah. I think I could, you know, back in the day, <laughs> I would have been like Carrie Fisher, I've just been yeah. like a script doctor. Yeah. Um, but uh, like like for once, honest to God, like I I I write terrible stage directions. So in a script, you know, there's dialogue, but then there's these chunks of text that describe, you know, either the setting or the tone or the, you know the gestures they're making whatever it is I suck at them I, I honestly just they're so boring to read the good news is that the executives generally don't even really read them that much uh-huh. like they just pretty much go go to the dialogue oh, <laughs> so. <good. laughs> well, so everyone says oh why yeah. don't you write a book I'm like because I can't like I yeah. literally can't yeah. that's interesting <laughs> like I know what I'm good at and it's not bad <laughs> yeah
0: well, it's good. You can just have like Susan Mallory write the books, and you can sort right. Of, like, it's Chris. Yes, it's exactly. A great.
1: exactly. I mean, um, I'll, I'll I'll go out. Like I'll go, honey. I, what's the word for when your face like falls, but not his face falls, but like where you're all of a sudden sad. Like what's okay. the word for that? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> right like I just have brain I just have brain freezes where I can't think of like the word the right word to describe somebody's expression or whatever I'd rather yeah. say it you know they say like show don't tell right so I'd rather say have it come out in as dialogue anyway uh-huh. um yeah but for the people that are reading it I like to put the little instructions almost like how they're saying it in parentheses above the dialogue just so there's no question about the tone uh-huh. at least just for the first reading,
0: right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, so I actually also love Wedding Bells. I think that it does especially love the ending. I mean, I think that Coven and and Danica had great chemistry, and it was really a nice, sweet little movie. But I love, actually, the fact they kind of break up. Like, that's so unique to Hallmark. Because, like, it would just feel, like, less special, I guess, if, like, if uh, they just had fallen in love in two weeks and gotten married. Like then it's just a lot, but like they, they separate and then you see that time that they're like lonely and they're having a hard time, but continuing on with their careers. And, uh, and I, I, I just, I thought the ending was so good when she goes up to see uh his dad and he's like playing the piano and i think danica's
1: sweet i know oh, i love them
0: so sweet and danica is so great at like that like sweet sincere
1: like vulnerable yes. you know yeah
0: vulnerable
1: yeah and i actually oh, Kevin's well. one of my favorites too as far as just how he treats my dialogue in particular i just think he totally <laughs> he's great with the he's great with yeah. the expression of what I'm trying to as of, a of humor I like even in hello it's me because that was more yeah. of a dramatic movie yeah. um for that was on the hallmark movies and mysteries you know it was still those those light moments had to really work um yeah. so I, I really think he's so good too so yeah I've gotten really lucky with who I get yeah, in these
0: You have. And, and I just, I thought the, the, because they'd had that experience, it made the wedding so much more meaningful and so much more satisfying. And I think, I wish that more of the Hallmark movies took that kind of risk
1: to to have. Yeah. Because normally the breakup is for like five minutes and then. If there's a breakup at all, it's just like, Oh, right. I'm going
0: to propose at the end of this
1: weekend that we've had together. So I I know they've they've been a little bit better about like, or they've been a little bit more careful about like, can we not say like, I fall in love with you after four days, like I'm falling for you is okay, but I'm falling in love with you is weird. You know, it's a little creepy. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But then again, I have, I have a, uh, how much can I say about this? I have one I'm writing. It's actually done, but Uh we're kind of waiting to see where it lands. It's a kind of a high school reunion Uh type of movie. And, you know, it's only a three-day weekend and they, yeah. there's people that fall in love. So it has to be, it has to be earned though. Yeah. And it can happen.
0: I have a cousin who uh, fell in love in like super speedy time. Like she met her husband in like, I don't know, the beginning of March and they ended up getting married in June. Like wow. super, yeah, crazy. But like, hey, it's been all, that was like in, um
1: uh i don't know like 2000 <laughs> and
0: they're still married oh great. So, hey i works. mean I
1: you know when you know you know i met yeah. my husband on J date not to not to keep harping <laughs> on the jewish thing but yeah J- we met on J date and like you know right. when he walked he, when he walked in i'm like yeah he's yeah. good i can i can work with that and then you know had a little bit of a fro and a couple <laughs> couple, couple fashion don'ts but, It's just nice to have both. I don't mind. Okay, yeah, he's 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 he's. he's, This is good. This is a good base. No, and then like (laughs) after the first date, after the first date, we're like, okay, we're good. I'm done. You know, like I I, knew that. (laughs)
0: Like I don't mind the love at first sight. Like that's fine, but it's nice to have both. To have love at first sight stories and to have ones where there's a little more conflict. And you know, it's good to have both. So I really enjoyed it. And yeah, and then hello, it's me is like you said, more of a drama. And uh, yeah, how did you get the idea for that? Is that
1: a That's book? That's a book. That was oh. a book. Um, and it was, I just thought it was so great. And, you know, I thought, so it's really, really hard though. And this was the challenge was making it not stupid that she's hearing from yeah the dead husband. Right. You know, because there's a fine line between like really having a, a really cool spiritual, you know, what's happening and like going like, you know, like I'm getting phone calls from my dead husband. This is stupid. Yes. You know, like, so right. I ha- right. that was the hard part. It was just, it was just a very fine line. And, but you know, again, the actors are what did it cause it was Kelly, who's a genius right? and Kelly Martin and, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin again. So those two together totally made it work. She's so good. Yeah. And I actually have a couple more things with her, like I, I, she, you know, if, if like I have two things for her, with her for next year ah. because we just we just really get along and and with the producer the same producer oh, the whole as hello it's me so um, well I mean she's you know. the
0: queen of Hallmark so or one of the totally queens. so I'm very <laughs> I'm very happy about that um, so I, I really liked her, the girl who played her daughter too I thought that was good and believable like it's easy to do the angsty teen and have it just be kind of like. I don't know, a caricature and not like, right. but I thought she was pretty good. I liked her.
1: And, you know, we had to tone that down, to be honest. I think I made her a little too, um, like, real as, as sort of uh-huh. a, you know, snarky, angry teenager. We uh-huh. so had to kind of pull back on that a little bit. I'll tell you one, this is this is true. The note I get the most from Hallmark is that is everybody's too snarky. Oh. Shoot. It, it doesn't like Everyone's a little too snarky. I have to, I always go as far as I can and then pull back if they tell me to. Cause I, that's just the way, that's just my writing style. Well, thank but um, you. yeah, that's my big note always. I appreciate
0: that you're pushing them to be a little bit more snarky and a little more I uh, you, I because I, I really enjoy I really enjoy the sense of humor. And I I guess I like sort of snarky humor, and uh, and also I don't know. I just think you 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 like pulled it off, like finding the balance of this teen girl. I think uh, in making it work for Hallmark. Uh, so, oh, thanks. So you've just done an amazing job, uh, and <laughs> I am so impressed. And so we like to end our interviews with some silly questions. Okay. They're called the team beat questions because. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Cause Amber found them in team beat. An old team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, team beat. Oh yeah. I'm okay, old good. enough. Yes. Yeah. Okay, um, so here we go. Okay. So what is the best ice cream flavor?
1: <gasps> um. Oh my God. <laughs> it's. It's a local, so you're not going to know it. It's called Graham Central Station, and it's a local Connecticut ice cream flavor that has graham crackers and fudge and caramel and pecans. That sounds delicious. It's awesome. Mm. All right. But but I'm sort of like low-carbing, so, you know, now I'm thinking about it. Thanks a lot. Now I got (laughs) to (laughs) go. That's funny. (laughs) Well, what
0: is your favorite color? Orange. Oh nice. That was one of my pumpkin
1: orange to be to be mm-hmm. the whole reason I live in I moved to Connecticut is my is my love my total love for fall and season <laughs> and orange is the representation of all of that.
0: We got to get you writing a fall harvest movie then. <laughs> I know, I
1: know. I think actually, you know what? I think one of them for next year might actually be one. Oh, I think we're, I think we're tweaking That's... it into a fall movie. Yeah.
0: By the way, I, I didn't really ask you about summer in the vineyard, but do you know what's happening with that, with the, um, the Mary in the marriage in the vineyard
1: or whatever? Um, no, because I didn't write that one. I okay. actually, it didn't, we didn't scheduling and, and what I was doing, I couldn't do it. So I have okay. no idea okay i have no idea i yeah. just wondered i wish i i wish i was still involved but it's just you know <laughs> okay. it ha- whatever happens happens you know because they it's announced helpful. it and then we haven't heard anything else so it's just curious. yeah i think there was a delay on the production side for some reason and then they had to wait until everybody was available again it's just, uh, that's all i that that is the, literally the most i know <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> there's a delay of some yeah. sort
0: well, that's cool. That's your favorite color, because my high school, Middletown, Maryland, is where I grew up, and the high school colors were orange and black, which is just totally weird. But
1: yeah, so that's pretty cool. Well, you like the the what was the mascot though?
0: Knights. The Middletown Knights. Oh, the Knights, huh?
1: Yeah. So I don't know why they had orange. so and black, Halloween is a big time for you. Yeah, right? it
0: was, you you had to get your stuff. During Halloween. Right. <laughs> um but anyway so what music are you listening to right now what are you into
1: uh well now right so basically for the last year it was all hamilton all the time in our house and everywhere Uh we went it was a lot a lot of hamilton like a lot um so now you know what's weird is like i got back into top 40 because Uh of driving kids around and all that stuff so i started listening to like taylor swift and and uh (laughs) all that stuff and like Ed Sheeran <laughs> and I'm like kind of into it. Isn't that yeah. weird? No, I'm kind of, I'm super, I, like, I really wanted to go to the, um, Sean Mendez concert and uh-huh. no one, I, I have to like borrow somebody's daughter cause I have a son. <laughs> so I'm like, can I just take someone's daughter to Boston? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have same Struggle because I want to go to Disney on ice so bad, but <laughs> normally I'm like completely fine doing things by myself. I don't care. But like, I don't know for some reason that's like my limit is like I can't go to Disney on ice by myself and, and I'm like can I just adopt somebody's daughter
1: for the? Next yeah totally I think it's <laughs> absolutely and I'm a huge Disney person too by the way total side note but like we're also huge like a big Disney family oh. like we just spent the evening watching videos of um the restaurants at Disney World that we want to go to when we're there in November like we are yeah we're crazy people we're crazy people well
0: i'm so excited because next week i can get my tickets for d23 which is next year
1: uh, it's a big oh on. i'm so excited right anyway, yeah i'm that's huge right. see i the only thing i miss about california honestly because I, I i'm living my own little hallmark life here in connecticut i uh-huh. literally just created my hallmark movie for myself <laughs> but the one thing i miss is having my season passes to disney yeah disneyland and then having getting to go to all the conventions and do all that stuff There.
0: That's so. You know.
1: Yeah. But um.
0: Well, so what is your go-to date night food? Uh, in like date night, like going out. um, Yeah, like with your husband. Sushi. Ah, nice sushi. Okay, what is your go-to date night activity? Trivia. Hmm.
1: Fun. There's a ton of of trivia here. That's we literally will get to sitter and go because my Mm -hmm. husband is like we. I don't know how to monetize this except for winning trivia all the time. We win all the time, but he has a photographic memory. Uh-huh. Um, and he, so usually like he'll do like 90% of the work and then I'll come up with the really obscure answer that puts us over the top. <laughs> so we're a good partnership. And then when we go on the Disney cruises, we win, we pretty much win like all the trivia. <laughs> oh <laughs> so,
0: man, that sounds fun. I'm so jealous. You've been on a Disney cruise. I wish oh, Steph, I'm I, so I, you know,
1: they're so great. And you know, you <laughs> I'll still, I will still go on them when, when our son doesn't even come with us anymore. Yeah. I still yeah. go. I love him.
0: Uh, well, let me know. I'll go with you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. All right. So next is dogs or
1: cats? Oh, my God. So I, All right. It would have been cats, but we just, ador- we just adopted the most oh, – oh, my God. She's psychic. She literally just poked her head in when Aww. you said that. Okay, so we adopted a golden, but she's a red-coated golden Aww. retriever. And is the ba- – we – we hit the jackpot on adoption because she was at a, with a family. She was a breeder's dog who uh-huh. just wasn't really doing well at, like, breeding. She just wasn't easy for her. So they kept her as a pet because she's amazing. And she got so sad when she couldn't have puppies when all the other dogs were having puppies in the house and stuff. Uh-huh. So she kept getting – she got really depressed. So they decided that they, she needed her own family, and so we adopted oh, her. And she's amazing. And she doesn't even care about thunderstorms. Like, we just had a huge – thunderstorm earlier and she's like on the couch just going like whatever she's just she's the best but but before that we had four cats and now sadly we're down to one um (laughs) but they were all you know they all lived to like 17 16 17. wow that's really fun but right now the poor cat just is getting ignored because the dog (laughs) is getting all the attention yeah that's so cool i the goldens are probably my favorite they're so She's, sweet. I mean, I just can't imagine. I I can't believe how lucky we got with her. Yeah, that's so cool. All
0: right, well, beaches or mountains?
1: Mountain. Nice. Oh. I I am a redhead, and I loathe the sun and the beach and <laughs> summer. Uh, I have seasonal affected. I have seasonal affective disorder. You know, where most people get depressed cold. when it's cloudy, but I have the opposite. <laughs>
0: That is really funny. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like I,
1: yeah.
0: like I, that's why I had to leave Los Angeles. That's funny. There you go. All right. Next uh,
1: fancy dress or sweats? Sweats. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. a writer, I, I don't even have to get dressed to work. Right.
0: The only people who pick fancy dress, like we had, we interviewed Lila Fitzgerald, who's like, you know, a
1: young young lady. And, uh, yes. and she she's like, I want to be a princess
0: every day if I can. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Like I, my husband, I, I, I feel bad. Like my hair is always up in a bun. And I wear yoga <laughs> pants every day. Like that's just how it, that's yeah. how I roll. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, next favorite holiday to celebrate.
1: Favorite holiday is Christmas. <laughs> it <really>
0: is. <laughs> it's so funny because both you and Nina are both Jewish and you both picked Christmas, which is hilarious to me. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. just cause it's so, it's, it's completely so cultural to yeah. me, sure. you know? I love it.
0: So, um, yeah. so, all right. This is a hard question, and you can pick okay. one of your own favorite Hallmark movie.
1: <gasps> oh, it's the um, it's the the one with the oh my god, and I can't remember the name. The soldier one when he comes with the car, the Christmas card. Oh, that one's a great one, classic. That's the one, good that choice. one. Yep, good choice. That's the one. That's that, like all time because I don't know, it just got to me. It could yeah. stop me.
0: that's a really good one. Well, good job. You answered. You passed the test. Thank you, you so much.
1: I get nervous because I, I have honestly I have a terrible memory even for my own life so like if someone asks me like what's your favorite movie of all time I might not have the answer well that's like a super hard question favorite that movie is, of but all time like right now if you ask me I would say it's coming to America Eddie oh, Murphy like that's yeah. sort of my all time it's uh-huh. like it's if you watch if it's on and you watch it that's what's your favorite movie you know what I mean if it's yeah. always if you yeah. always watch it when it comes on yeah
0: yeah, that's I mean, and it's, it's such a different question too to answer what is the best movie you've ever seen and what is the, mm-hmm. what is your favorite? Like to me, that's an entirely right. different question. That's a good point, yeah, that's true. Because You've Got Mail may be my favorite movie. <laughs> it's definitely in the top 10 for sure. But is it like the best movie I've ever seen? No, it's not, but I just love it. I love No, it. but
1: I love it too. I do love that too. And you know what, I, I kind of, I, I'm a little bit, I have a script that's a bit reminiscent of that that I'm writing right now, actually. Mm. We'll um same, uh, same one italy one it's not it's not the same but it has a bit of a, of a vibe like that like the competitor you know competition falling in love with the competition kind of a thing okay
0: well so. yeah, a lot of people try to and in it's in it in that uh, it in itself was a remake a lot of people try to do it and it fails uh, they fail to get the um that i don't know they fail to capture the the thing that Kathleen uh, is somebody who like is so both these characters are so tied to their jobs and it's not until they they talk to somebody outside and form a connection outside of their jobs that they that they you know fall in love and they can really fall in love and that's like the true heart of the movie, and I think that a lot of things that kind of try to pay homage to it miss that core thing of like, and that's what makes it so great. And I just love Nora Ephron's writing so much. She was so funny. She was so yeah. That's
1: who I. That's who I kind of wish you know. That's that's who I sort of would model myself yeah. after if I could. Or Nancy Myers. Like I love something's got to give. I'll watch that all anytime. That's my top five. You know, that's like, good. Just, or bad. or the holiday or the holiday. Yeah. Um, I, not that, wait, is that is the one? What's the one with yeah, Cameron Diaz and Yeah, that's, Kate it, that's it. That's, that's it. the holiday, right? Okay, right.
0: I, to me, Nancy Myers is not as good though, as Nora Ephron. Not as good as Nora
1: <laughs> Ephron, no. <laughs> but anyway. I will say that's that's true. <laughs> However, but her but her movies look really awesome too. Yeah, like, don't no, you just that's... want to have a house in the Hamptons? Yeah. <laughs> You know, like that exactly, like that. Pretty people you know? in pretty kitchens. That that. Now nice listen, nice. I will say, like for the holiday, like it's such a huge. Okay, there's a, there's a writing term called a clam, which uh-huh. is basically an overused trope. It's called uh-huh. a clam. It's a long story how that came about, but you know, you know, whatever. It's called a clam. Sure. The biggest, like the whole thing. Like, I never cry. I never cry. I never cry. Okay, I'm crying. Is that that is like an eye roller, you know, like <laughs> like really, yeah, <laughs> you know. No, like, we wouldn't true. even do that in Hallmark now. Mm-hmm. It's just such a – it's just such an easy, like, yeah. character thing to do. You know what I mean? It's so like, yeah, I, I guess you're saying or I probably the No.
0: Anyway, but uh, she, it's just – I just love it. So but, – uh, but anyway, I have so much love talking with you. We could go on for many hours, I feel like. I think we could.
1: Because <laughs> you're just so fun. I love how much you guys know – you guys get so in-depth, and you just – you just know, honestly, you probably, you could probably run, you know, work at, at Hallmark at this point. And <laughs> cause you know, the brand so well. Well, Hey, you know?
0: they're interested.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're right. Off. Come on, yeah. Michelle. Let's go. <laughs> let's get on this. They know the brand. Yeah,
0: <laughs> But it's so much fun. And I know Amber was sorry, was sorry she couldn't make it uh, today, but I've really, hopefully we can sit down and talk again. Cause I really am just, Super enjoyed this. And, oh, thank you. Uh, Me
1: too. You know what? For sure. Like when everything starts rolling for 2019. Absolutely, uh-huh. that would be that would be great. Yeah, I'd uh-huh. love to be able to tell you all the things I wasn't able to tell you. Awesome. So that Sounds great. That would make, well, that would be great. <laughs> well, uh, so do you have social media that you'd like to share? Or have you, have you oh, done? sure. I mean, I'm I'm not. I, I tweet more when stuff's going on, but it's Sherm Wolf at uh-huh. Sherm Wolf with an e on the end. Great. And my Instagram is Julie Sherman Wolf. Right. And uh that's about it. Great. Yeah, I you know, I'm not <laughs> the best social I'm not I, you know, I could tweet more, I have to say, but um uh-huh. I'm working on it. Hey, that's working right.
0: On it. Uh so uh, yeah, so you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube and uh, and make sure if you're listening that you follow the podcast at Homeworkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And if you can leave your reviews of the podcast on iTunes, that's very helpful because then more people can find us. So we really appreciate that. And thanks again, Julie. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome.